Hey y'all, this is Miss Oliver and welcome to Chapter 6, Section 1 Podcast. The objectives for Section 1, which is entitled Washington and Congress, are as follows. Number one, explain Alexander Hamilton's economic initiatives. Number two, discuss the growing tensions between the nation's political parties. After the nation was given a new constitution, Congress, led by George Washington, had the new task of taking the words of the constitution and turning them into effective government. The first thing that occurred was the creation of different bureaucracies. You had the Department of State, the Department of the Treasury, the Department of War, the Office of the Attorney General. Washington, in particular, is going to set precedence with the creation of his cabinet. Washington wanted individuals to manage the departments. These positions became known as cabinet positions. A cabinet is a group of department heads who act as as advisors to the president. To fill the cabinet positions, Washington appointed Thomas Jefferson, Secretary of State, Alexander Hamilton, Secretary of Treasury, Henry Knox, Secretary Secretary of War, and Edmund Rudolph Randolph, I'm sorry, Governor of Virginia. The cabinet is supposed to be used as a group of advisors to the president, like I said before. While the cabinet was being formed, Congress also created the judicial branch, a.k.a. the federal court system, through the Judiciary Act of 1791. Thirteen district courts, three courts of appeals, and the Supreme Court was created. Washington was in charge of choosing federal judges, and John Jay is going to become the first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. The Bill of Rights was created because Federalists promised to add it to the Constitution before everything was finally ratified. Originally, there was supposed to be 12 amendments, but only 10 amendments were approved. So in 1791, the first 10 amendments to the Constitution went into effect. The first 10 amendments are as follows. Number one, guarantees freedom of speech, religion, press, petition and assembly number two right to bear arms number three no court no quartering of troops number four no search or seizure of property without a warrant or probable cause number five protect citizens from self-incrimination guarantees that no one shall be denied life liberty or property without due process of law Number six is the right to a fair and speedy trial. Number seven, right to a trial by jury. Number eight, no excessive bail or cruel, unusual punishment. Number nine, powers reserved to the people. And number ten, powers reserved to the state. Now that the government was up and running, it needed a source of revenue. Alexander Hamilton and James Madison both created plans for financing the government. Hamilton believed the government needed the ability to borrow money. He also believed the country had sh- the country should actually accept all of its debts at full value. Around 1789, America was roughly 52 million dollars in debt to American citizens and other countries from the American Revolutionary War. Hamilton was also in support of tariffs. One of Hamilton's arguments was that the creation of was the creation of the National Bank. It was one of Congress' implied powers created by the Elastic Clause. In 1791, Hamilton placed an excise tax on whiskey. An excise tax is a tax paid by the manufacturer. This new tax enraged Western farmers. 
In the western regions of the United States, banknotes and coins were not available in large quantities for currency, so western farmers used the whiskey as a form of currency. This is ultimately going to lead to a rebellion. In Pennsylvania, farmers terrorized tax collectors. They stopped court proceedings. They robbed the mail. They destroyed whiskey making steals of those who paid taxes and they refused to register their steals. Hamilton urged Washington to put down the rebellion. Washington is, is the president at this current time. Um, and he wanted him to do this so they could establish firmly the authority of the federal government. In August, August 1794, Washington sent 15,000 troops to crush the rebellion. Okay, now let's switch gears to the creation of political parties. The separation within the government began over the differences between Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson during discussion of the financial plans. Hamilton's supporters were called Federalists and Hamilton's opponents were called Republicans. This is not the same Republican Party that we have today. Hamilton favored strong national government controlled by wealth. He felt that democracy was dangerous because he said people change and can rarely determine what's right. Hamilton believed that manufacturing and trade were the basis of national wealth. Therefore, he felt the government should support business and industry. Jefferson, on the other hand, is going to emerge as the leader of the Republicans. He believed in a weak central government with, with most power in the hands of the people, meaning you should have a strong state government. He believed that farming and owning land would make the country strong because people would be independent. He supported states' rights and individual liberties. This development of America's first two political parties divided the country regionally. Eventually, events in Europe are going to deepen the divisions between them and create new crises for the young republic.